Hello, my name is Monica Matea. I'm your host in the Awaken Life Project podcast. I help women to step into their power and brilliance so that they can live the life they fully deserve with confidence and alignment. In this podcast, I share tips around how you can transform your health, career, relationships and wealth so that you can take actions every day. Hello and welcome in the next episode of uh, my podcast and today is a special one and actually it's a 50th um, without introduction which I did to this podcast um, episode because of what has happened in the UK that is the death of Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth and I just wanted to record a special podcast, I guess, as a memory to me, uh, how I felt on that day, but also as a tribute um, to the beautiful uh, woman, uh, mum, um, mother, grandmother and great grandmother as well. And although I'm, I was born in Poland and that's my kind of primary nationality, I became a British citizen in around, I think, 2010. And I swear um, and I sang the God Save the Queen. Um, I also obviously received the British passport. And for me, it was a kind of commitment and confirmation of accepting British values and British way of life and embracing it in my own life. Um, although I have been brought up in a different culture and a different history. And I found myself um, basically um, embracing both. I've never refused and, and I've always embraced the Polish culture, but then when I have been living in here for uh, almost, I think now, 70 or 18 years, I I feel very, very privileged of what I have it, witnessed um, during this time because obviously uh, the Queen has, I have ever known her and for a lot of people she was the only monarch they knew. Um, so it definitely is something to commemorate to pay your respect and I'm definitely going to go and lay the flowers um, in one of her residences and the closest to me is um, Windsor Castle and and I just wanted to put maybe some reflection and I call this episode um, the grief is the price we pay for love and and I wanted to talk about the grief um, as as a as a human feeling, um, definitely something that we obviously feel feel very deeply when we lose um, a loved person and loved one, um, and I have been personally very much so touched. It's it's a personal kind of loss. This is how I feel it, and it's interesting because uh, I think people are now have the need to express how they feel about the whole situation, and some people are very surprised how they actually feel because they feel like well, I haven't known her. She has been a distant person somewhere in a royal household. However, nevertheless, she was there. She was a constant and there was a lot of values mentioned around her name. And I want to mention a few because they have been mentioned like an old fashioned values. And I think like we need to carry them on to really build a fairer 
better society and I think that's part of her legacy so of course she's recognized as a strong woman leader she became a queen in in the 20 when she was 25 I think and you know at that time there wasn't there were not a lot of women in actually doing any kind of roles after war women were asked to go back to their household and not really take up any uh, significant function so there were not many women around and she became the head of state and and a lot of ministers are like, well, she is a child. You know, we, there is no way we're going to treat her seriously. But she proved to be a really strong leader. And she was known for meticulous reading of the red box. It's a red box, something that she receives every morning from the ministers to uh, get um, know what's the issues and making sure that the reports are detail and she was questioning ministers on those reports which I find extraordinary she put a lot of care into her um, life and I just into her duty as a queen uh, and a head of state so I think one the most important thing first of all just to address the feelings because uh, you may feel like oh, it's just strange that I feel that way because I have not known her and I'm not really royalist. I don't I don't um, agree with the monarchy. But I look beyond that. I look at her not as a queen, but as a woman, as a mum, as the grandmother and great-grandmother in a function, very, very challenging. And she had her fair share of mistakes, but also challenges within her royal household. And um, and I basically I think it's the account how I want to remember her and how I would like to carry her legacy in my personal life. So first of all, I'm addressing the feelings and um, and I think I have been touched so emotionally about this because I knew we all knew that it was coming and we actually were asking questions ourselves like how it's going to be here without queen right well we all have to live with it um but it was something we mentioned a few weeks back and i feel like it's i can't imagine that and it's difficult i guess to accept for many many people that actually is the state and you can imagine people who have devoted service the life to the service to the queen she had a lot of you know people really devoted to her and in service so my thoughts are best first of all with the family and those people who really really were close to her and of course uh when it comes to myself um you know i think it's just like uh, i lost my mom almost now 13 years ago is going to be an anniversary of her death in uh, October and I felt like it's just all over again that all the emotions like why I'm feeling like that and I think the question was it's just is the grief is first of all is the the age of the um, the end of the uh, Elizabethan era um definitely she has lived over seven decades and ruled as a queen and so a lot of changes have happened but also as a mom and I think I feel it very very deeply when I lost my mom and the grief immense grief probably stays with me till this day and I definitely feel it all over again to a certain extent how it is to lose mom and and in her case obviously it, it's a it's a powerful um women figure and role model 
and very much so loved and respected by a lot of people, no matter what they were thinking about the monarchy itself. So I think it's good to acknowledge your own feelings and just don't brush it off. I think it's the time for mourning, mourning for um, reflection, for grief, even though you think like silly because I have not known her. I think acknowledge your feelings because they are not that silly and maybe do a little bit of journaling and even meditation and prayer because that will you will reflect something on what it really is with your personal life because there is always a bit of reflection on that uh, i think all of the life events we have in our life they always um, somehow give us the a bit of a understanding of what is going on in our personal life and how it is reflected in our personal lives and the and the the other things I wanted to um, basically address is the legacy, right? So definitely strong mother figure, strong a leadership uh, woman leader, and um, and it's a beautiful right, and it's a beautiful example and role model to follow. But I want to just highlight a few things. Like um, she definitely was a head of state, and one of the things she has not been showing a lot is the emotions. She didn't want, although that she. She had a lot of, you know, reasons to feel in a certain way or disappointed with her family because all of the three of her children, their marriages broke up and, you know, the Princess Diana and all of that has really had an impact on her. But she never really showed any kind of vulnerability. But of course, she wanted to meet ordinary folks. That Therefore, she had a lot of ordinary meetings, even in people's homes uh, over the afternoon tea so she had a bit of a sense of humor and she she didn't want to stay out of touch and she was meeting meeting with very sometimes deprived local communities who were absolutely delighted to welcome her so but i think um quite often now uh, being in a social media a, a little bit in my own business as well I think there is a bit of a kind of thing like you have to be vulnerable, you have to show your vulnerability, your emotions to people because that's what people resonate with. And she never showed that much. However, she stood by certain values and she was giving her words of wisdom and hope um, in, in tough moments like during the pandemic she was really thinking to NHS staff but also giving us hope that we're going to meet again. And um, and of course, her own personal tragedy where her husband, she so beloved, um, uh, passed away and she was sitting on her own in those um, benches in the church, uniting with the families who, was, who were grieving because, you know, their, their um, uh, close uh, family members departed and they had to mourn on uh, by him, by the uh, on themselves and they couldn't really rely on anybody else because they couldn't meet with anybody else so that loneliness was a massive massive thing during pandemic and I think it still is um, so definitely a legacy of a woman although she didn't show a lot of vulnerability and her own personal emotions and feelings she basically was able to give that message of hope and by her duty and the service um, to the country, she had a career of contribution. And this is something that I value so much, that if you can serve other people, 
do it basically and it can be on a very small scale but it gives you that kind of I guess um, a thing that uh, you know give you the career of contribution the purpose in life and meaning and also will shield you a little bit from loneliness we don't want to be lonely we want to be able to be with other people and feel that we have support when we need it and I think loneliness is a big big thing that's something that kills probably more people than any other bad diet uh, because people don't just lose the sense of purpose and a meaning in their life so when I think about Elizabeth and her death, she, she died beautifully in dignity, right? So it's just amazing just to be able to let go and say, like, don't, don't give anything to me. It's my time to go. I want to pass away in, with dignity uh, and there is no unnecessary medical intervention needed. Uh, I, I'm sure that's something that she, she was fully aware of uh, because, you know, she was quite okay to days before but of course um, her body and all of that said well that's time to go and there was a beautiful poem about her husband Philip waiting for her and I believe it's a highlight I believe that the next thing and like I said it's the relationship and you can imagine it's not an easy relationship when you have a powerful wife um, and then you are husband and one thing I think when they got married because he wasn't like the first chosen candidate there were far better candidates and if you want to read one thing about her death read the times obituary very very well written with a lot of details but also anecdotes from her life really beautiful obituary so if you want to read that a piece um do read this and and i think it's i, I found it very <laughs> interesting um and, and and funny at times and i think this is what we truly need is just the, basically that he, she had a, a, a life beautifully lived and so going on to her relationship and i think this is something like um excuse me i'm a bit <laughs> still emotional it's been or raw is that it has been a relationship not without challenges especially in the very beginning when she became the queen and um, I think uh, you know Philip objected like he can't give his surname to his children that you know he is a man of like he had to give up a lot of his career progression because um, it just you know, he had to be there for, to support his wife. So there was a lot of sacrifice on his part and he was struggling to find. And when you have watched The Crown, I think there is a bit of a, and the series on Netflix, which I have to finish, actually, I've start, I stopped watching at some point, but I found it very interesting. And um, and I think he was struggling with his role uh, when she became the queen and thereafter uh, and, and to find his place. But he managed, I mean, he was... He had unusual remarks sometimes, out of place completely. But she loved him. She totally loved him. And I and I think the part of it was, um, part of her death was like, you know, I'm lonely. You know, I want to be with my Philip. Um, so when she said goodbye to him just over a year ago, um, I think she, she really... Um, became very lonely right so there wasn't 
And I think even before that, because he retired from his, you know, royal duties and functions, because obviously health and all of that, she was, he was almost 100, right? So he, I think she, at that point, she felt like, you know, it's time to go a little bit. I mean, I'm still here serving the nation and the duty, but I think uh, it's now for others to take it over. Uh, and, and she must have been feeling very, very lonely, uh, losing somebody that uh, later on, losing somebody that she absolutely loved and adore and spent whole life with. So I think this is the legacy of um, challenging relationship, challenging relationship in terms of the women and men power uh, and respect and support. And I think it's something that we could you know, potentially taking our own partnerships and relationships and marriages and see where we could apply that in both sides, right? Because one thing I wanted to say is like, um, because she was the queen, she probably maybe wasn't judged, maybe she was, um, like she left her children and went for a royal duty trip for six months, right? And that's what her parents did before. And and I don't I can't remember whether I don't think that William and Kate did that, but of course they are not, um, you know, queen uh, or king, but um, it's a different circumstance. But definitely, you know, that was something that the royal couple did. And you think like, you know, if you are a woman in a because there are you know, women's role where they women have to go, like in military, for example, even in NHS, people um, work long hours, quite often women, and they find it very difficult to cope with uh, combining uh, a role of a mother and, um, and, and the career. And we have a lot of, and I'm sure she did as well, a bit of like, you know, that separation issues between ourselves and children. And, and, and thinking that, well, will they grow up being good children because we leave them and we have that um, separation, anxiety and the issue. But a lot of mothers are also judged because they left their children and they pursue their career. But I, when you see the career, your career as a duty, as the career of contribution and service, this is what you have to do, right? You don't do this only for money. Uh, hopefully, that's definitely not the case for me. Um, but you're doing this for leaving certain legacy and, and fi finding your own purpose and meaning in life. And because you are separate from your children, it doesn't mean anything, right? That's part of your duty. But so many women are still judged on that. And I think we could take this further and put this as a legacy and um, into that we shouldn't be any in any point judging mothers uh, on on their choices whatever they want to do stay at home travel pursue the career um, so that we can make uh, a motherhood an, in an easy kind of experience rather than something that is uh, stigmatized still by the society and uh, so that relationship the motherhood um, and the last thing I think is faith and this is a big thing like in a, in a lot of these um, materials even on television it's like well those are old-fashioned values like integrity and fidelity and, and being really in your faith like you know 
British society is predominantly a secular society. Uh, there isn't much about faith anymore for various reasons, whereas Queen has always been a beacon of faith. She's the obviously head of a church here in UK. Um, but she has always been, when she talked about in his um, addresses to the nation, um, always talk about faith, always talking about Christian values of, you know, care, unconditional love, forgiveness, um, all of that. And, and I think I totally admire her for that. And I would like to see more of that in the society, some kind of, you know, spiritual awakening for all of us because we are not in the vacuum like so when you think about yourself whether you lost your faith and you think like well faith what is it like um ask yourself well, who do you talk to when you are on your own who do you pray to is there something like missing in your life and it could be that spiritual angle and i think it's an important thing to ask yourself those questions because i've have known a lot of people here in UK who lost that kind of faith for them, you know, the faith is not there for some reasons because we, we've we been taught to, uh, you know, prove everything that the science takes over and, you know, we shouldn't be believing in God who created the the earth and all of that because that doesn't doesn't have a, its thing in, in the science, like how believes in that anymore so that's the aspect of the scientific proof but the other thing is i believe is just, just laziness of not following certain rules because there are rules in faith um, values the rules um, we have commandments and one of them actually is fidelity if you are in a relationship and married relationship um, that fidelity is not there sometimes and quite often it isn't because we have more couples living without marriage. We have a lot of couples divorcing as well for various reasons. One of them is lack of fidelity. So we are breaking up the society uh, massively. And I'm not saying that there are, there are not good and valid reasons for that. But what are the reasons? Why, why they exist in the first place for me to break up from somebody um so that's one but also you know i think we need that and we need that so to um really help us with our loneliness quite often that we don't have that spiritual age uh, edge because we are lonely and um and we are lonely and we feel that we have no support but when we believe in something we believe in god for example then is that letting go and it makes it easier we're not feeling alone we can pray we can write something we can go to church and i remember i went to london this week and there is a westminster cathedral not nearby and it's just beautiful never been there and i went there during lunchtime and there was a service so i could pray for a little bit it made my day it really did because there is nothing more inspiring and supporting when meeting other people uh, thinking the same way and praying with us together as a group, as a community. For me, especially in here in UK, going to church is meeting other people, is being part of the community and of course serving one another 
and of course everything else which is unconditional love forgiveness and and um being a follower of the christ uh, and looking at him as an example and i think queen has been that beacon of faith and which is absolutely amazing to watch in a very very secular um, society nowadays um so i leave this with you there is so many other things to talk about on the subject but i just wanted to leave this with you you know is it it's a career of contribution she had beautiful duty the life spent in service and i think she had a beautiful um well-lived life and on her deathbed she was absolutely in peace because she looked back and said like I, i did what i could i supported the nation i supported the relationships where i could i can go away and pass away in peace and i think she that that is a beautiful reflection so i want to leave that with you on this very very sad day but i'm looking in hope how we can really carry on with this legacy and ask yourself how you can fulfill that legacy in your own life it it doesn't have to be big but even if you take one value which she so admired and make sure that it is in her life it's present in her life what would that be right i think it's good to ask yourself those questions um at the moments like that which are making the history we are at the end of a certain era but i'm not saying it's going to be bad good whatever it's going to be different it definitely is going to be different and i guess i'm going to record at some point <laughs> the podcast on what the future may bring and make some predictions again from the emotional point of view from the kind of thought process point of view as well so thank you very much and take care